Greetings and welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and also serve as host for these podcasts, offering openness and caring through the gifts of listening hospitality. I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. For the wise, travel through one's life journey is a continual process of learning and personal growth. Regardless of our age, whether we're young, old, or middle-aged, there is always so much to learn about ourselves. We can use various methods to evaluate how our previous life choices are working, whether they're working for us and against us as we continue through this process of self-study. If one is fortunate, they will make a personal retreat happen sometime in their life. This is a process where one retreats from his or her everyday environment for an extended period of time to a place that supports the process of introspection. This experience is enriched by the presence of a personal facilitator to add another human dimension and provide some appropriate structure and guidance when sought. Since a personal retreat is just that, it's personal, there are many forms that it can take to allow a person to focus on who they are, where they've been, or where they wish to go in the future. There is no one best form for this process of personal growth. In fact, the preparation for a personal retreat can often be as challenging and as valuable as the retreat experience. One of the most valuable friends that I have found for myself on a one-person personal retreat has been the creating of a personal journal for James Huey. This journal is a friend. This friend is where I communicate by writing and using other creative processes to record my feelings, my thoughts, and my actions. In this series, a friend is defined as someone with whom you can dare to be yourself. So my first question in offering a personal journal to another as well as to myself is, can I be honest with the journal that I create. There is no sense in going to question two, three, or four if I can't answer the first question in the affirmative. Can I be honest with my journal? Like most friendships, each of us develops a personal style of mutual behaviors, creating our journals to meet our individual needs. As before, there is no right or wrong way to produce one's journal any more than there is a right way or a wrong way to develop a friendship that you wish to have with another human being. I use a guideline called to thine own self be true. To me, this guideline is the goal I use for my own personal journaling process. 
asking someone to create your journal process and the personal guidelines to be used is usually self-defeating. I am always amazed that people want me to create their personal journeying structure, their personal journeying process, their personal journeying contents. To me, a personal journal is just that. It is an instrument for you to create the process and to create your own personal guidelines for what you want your personal journal to be. Having said that, I will go ahead and mention some things that I believe are fairly consistent regardless of how one constructs their personal journal. And like other friendships, these factors are individual, personal, and change over time as our relationship grows and matures. Like our friendships with people, we are wise to prepare for changing and developing ways of managing and coping with our journal. I consider as I decide what I want in my personal journal or what I want my personal journal friend to be are numerous. Just as with my human friendships, my friendship with my journal is diverse. My friendship with my personal journal is unique to me. What's the difference between a diary and a journal? Well, to me, a journal is not the same thing as a diary or even a scrapbook, but can have many of the same characteristics as both of these. A journal, to me, usually has much more depth. It probes deeper. It gets beyond the surface stuff that you find in a lot of diaries and scrapbooks. But like friends, my journal is free to change and then change some more. I am the one who manages any changes in my journal, just as I will be managing the changes that happen with my human friends. The only thing I can be certain of is that my journal, if I am being honest and true to it, will continue to evolve and change, just as the friends that I've had for years have continued to evolve and change since we first met and established a friendship. that kind of starts us off on this whole process of trying to decide how to create a personal journal. One of the first questions that I ask, in addition to the one about whether I can be honest, goes like this. What do I wish for my journal to be? What goals do I want it to meet? Being specific with your goals can be most helpful. Even when these goals may change over time, just having goals helps provide guidance. Another question might be, what will be the frequency that I interact with my journal? I know that some people choose to interact daily. Some select several times each day. Some do it every other day. Some do it weekly. Some do it whenever they feel called. What length of time will I choose to spend with my journal? It is just like spending time with other friends. How often it needs to be uh, addressed and attended to is a part of me as an individual person. What length of time will I choose to spend with my journal to allow the relationship that I have with it to become most effective? 
So what is my investment for my journal? What am I going to invest? Time, energy, those are the first two that come to mind. Another question that I may ask is what form will I choose? Will I choose the first person in writing and composing my journal? Will it be written or will it include art forms? Maybe using modern technology that can allow me to do artistic work. It can allow me to introduce audio and or video parts into the journal. So the question, will one style of writing or composing or inserting data be used? Or will it vary such as by mixing poetry with prose or art with technology? Once again, no one size fits all. If it's a personal journal, it should hopefully be very personal to you, just as I hope my personal journal is personal to me. Will I tend to stay with the consistency in the format and the content of this journal? Probably not. I have been working on and off with journaling since 1955. My experience since 1955 indicates that I am definitely one of those individuals who believes in experimenting and creating new ways of trying to learn more about the unique person that I believe myself to be. And it is the one that I would encourage you to consider to experiment. Just as you experiment with ways to deepen your friendships, you hopefully can consider ways to deepen your relationship and friendship with your journal. So many people stay with a pattern for which they are familiar. Familiarity is a great comfort to us as human beings. I certainly recognize the compulsive natures of my personality that bring me a lot of comfort, the rituals that I do. But I also recognize another part of me that says, if I am going to learn something new, I have to do something new. I have to experiment with ways which may provide more nurturance and enrichment. I can also ask, does one want to understand what is versus what might be with change? If I, as a human being, am very content with understanding who I am right now, then that's going to be an entirely different focus. Not better or worse, but it will be different than with a focus that says, what might I be? What can I be? What are possibilities for me with the reality or possibility of change? As time passes, do I notice any changes in the degree of intimacy, the honesty that I have with my journal? And I believe, just like I have with friends, that I, as a human being, need to have some degree of honesty and intimacy for our relationship to grow. Hopefully there are changes. If I am going through a journal and I haven't noticed any changes over some period of time, to me, I hope that there will always be change taking place because I believe that introspection is a very fertile ground for self-study. At some point, almost everyone faces the question of whether they wish to share a part of their journal with another person. 
depending on the personality type of the individual and the contents of the journal, this can be a very difficult choice for many people. But sharing with others at a deep personal level is a goal for some, but there are also many people that believe keeping that part of themselves very private. There is no one way, but they want to choose either to be open and share or very private and they keep it to themselves. Does one share only a portion of the journal? Does one share everything, even if they do decide to share? Usually, with the prism of degrees that we talk about frequently here on Power for Positive Living, it generally comes into somewhere in between. There may be parts of our lives that we are more willing and feel more comfortable sharing with another, or there are other areas where we desire not to uncover, not to reveal a part that for some reason or reasons, we prefer to keep private at the present time. Is there someone who you want to take on the responsibility of sharing? I mean, after all, if you want to share, that doesn't guarantee that there's always someone who wants to take on the responsibility of your sharing yourself with them. This is a mutual give and take. If I want to give, then hopefully you want to take and receive. If you want to give to me, then I must make a choice. Am I willing to take the responsibility of receiving and utilizing whatever gift or gifts that you choose to give to me? Is the sharing of journals, for example, just a one way? Maybe only one of the two people are keeping a journal. But what if both are keeping a journal? Do you tend to want to share it as a joint experience Or do you tend to take it under the personal retreating model where the focus is only on one person? Tied in with this idea of whether we want to share is the concept of security. What security features do I want for my journal? So is being emotionally open and vulnerable a risk for me? This is a question which requires honesty. And once again, am I willing to take the risk of being open and vulnerable? So therefore, how I feel about this will probably determine how much security I want to have around my journal. Do you share it or don't share it? And if you do share it, to what degree? Once again, the prism of degrees. Very seldom do you run into individuals who are willing to share everything that they have ever felt, believed, or experienced. There are people who don't want to share anything. These are some things, some areas that you as an individual can consider if you decide to create and go forth with the establishment of your own personal journal to help you learn more about who you have been, who you are now, and who you would like to be. Having spent some time discussing possible options for creating and using a personal journal for self-study, it may be helpful at this point to return to the writings of John Powell for additional input for each of us to consider. We 
recall from previous podcasts that John Powell was one of the early writers of psychological ministry. He wrote extensively during the 1960s on the various areas of self-reflection and the process of learning more about ourselves. He commented frequently on the obstacles we create for ourselves in getting to know who we truly are. In one of his books, the one entitled Why Am I Afraid to Tell You Who I Am, he writes the following, I can only know and understand that much of myself which I have had the courage to confide to you. Powerful words. I'll repeat them for you. I can only know and understand that much of myself which I have had the courage to confide to you. What does that mean to us? Powell supports the belief that I can truly only know myself when I have the courage to take the action, not just the idea, but to take action of confiding who I am to another person through the process of being vulnerable. This is usually with another human, but I believe it can also be useful when applied to our own personal journal. Once again, with Powell's comment, come questions. Am I writing or using some other form for the journal to better understand me, James? Is the input composed to impress myself or another? Now, once again, I'm human, so I may be tempted to try and impress myself with a great journal I can create, or if I plan to share it with others, I may want to jazz it up a little bit to impress them with how great and wonderful a composer I am of a life journal. Another question from Powell's writings might be, do I care whether it looks good or is honesty more important to me? Another one is, am I willing to be intimate and vulnerable with my journal to question my inner thoughts and inner feelings? According to Powell, and I happen to agree with him, I get to know James honestly to the degree that I am willing to share myself openly and honestly with another. This is the truth, whether it be a human friend or with my personal journal. Now, if you or anyone subscribes to this particular point of view that I've shared, there is much to be learned about ourselves, whether we use a personal journal that we compose for ourselves or we choose to participate in a personal retreat experience where we do internal exploring in the presence and with the encouragement and support of a friend. Both allow us opportunities to get to know ourselves better. I believe the outcome is similar for both processes in that I, James, get to know myself to the degree that I have the courage and the willingness to share with you and most important, to share with myself. Well, with that brilliant piece of wisdom and insight, I think it's probably time to wrap up this particular podcast. This is your host, James Huey. I hope that all that I share during these podcasts are received as gifts from me to you, to you, my listeners. My comments, as you probably have noticed, tend to be my own views and experiences, and they are offered for you to consider. Please continue to nurture yourself 
as the unique human individual that I believe you to be. As always, as one human being to another, I thank you for the gift of listening to me on this podcast of Wellness Psychology. Your positive feedback sent via email is always appreciated. I hope you will be kind enough to join me next week as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. Power for positive living and friendship.